0: Hey everyone and welcome to the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. My name is Matt and joining me on today's cast, our broadcast news for October 8th, is my lovely and very missed co-host, Miss Tiffany B.
1: Hello. I was only gone for one episode. What happened? You
0: missed a news and you missed a full episode and my heart just couldn't take it.
1: Uh, Understandable. I
0: was all right. You sound real distraught. Wait, (laughs) I didn't introduce you yet.
1: You don't exist until he says your name.
0: And Dan.
2: Ladies.
0: There he is. Okay. I exist now, Now so Tiff,
2: I was okay. (laughs) But welcome back.
1: Thanks.
0: All right, everyone. So, like I said, this is our broadcast news for October 8th. And unlike all of our other broadcast news, this one's going to be a little bit different because it has no news. Um, We are going to... Instead, chat a little bit about Essen 15, which is going to start, well, is happening when you are listening to this, most likely. It is happening over in Germany. There are all kinds of awesome games to be seen and being previewed. So we are going to talk about a few of our favorites, what's on our radar, and we also have a few Kickstarter spotlights that we'd like to tell you all about, but we are going to focus primarily on everything that is cool at Essen 15. So we're going to keep it loose and we're just going to jump into some of the games that are on our radar. So let's kick it off with Dan because I know that he is super excited for all 8,000 games coming out this year.
2: Yeah, so my list is about mm, 7,000. You are a little bit off, but not much. Um, It was hard to narrow this down. I mean, the BGG list itself is what, like 35 pages, which is pretty crazy in itself. Um, But my number five that I'm looking forward to most is called Watson and Holmes. Um, I think I talked a couple episodes ago about my love of Sherlock Holmes that has been reinvigorated by my love for the Benedict Cumberbatch TV show. That's airing in England and is on Netflix, etc. Um, this one is being compared to, um, Sherlock Holmes consulting detective. However, this one is more of a game and, for 2 to 7 players i believe it is and what you're do doing is you're kind of acting as watson and you're working alongside of holmes in this and you're trying to solve a series of these unpublished cases but these cases are in like uh, con, like consulting detective are kind of finite you have to complete them and then they're done kind of thing so this game is obviously going to need some expansion at some point but it's pretty cool. The way it sounds is that, you know, you're, you're going around and again, the separate cases, each one has a number of kind of questions that you're trying to solve before the other players. And then to to do this, you're kind of going and reading aloud these cases and these questions, and then you're going to compete to visit the different locations in the game. And each location is going to give you more and more clues. So, Um, it's a, it's a deduction game. If you haven't figured that out yet, um, as the, probably the, the theme (laughs) leads you to believe, but, um, yeah, it sounds really cool. I'm, I'm really interested in how they're going to make it competitive because as I mentioned before, Sherlock Holmes consulting detective, something is real, I'm really interested in. Um, and this one sounds just as cool.
0: Nice. Tiff, was that on your radar at all? I hadn't heard of that one yet.
1: Um, I think I've heard of it, but it's not, I don't know. Deduction. It's not my thing. Probably.
0: Competitive deduction is interesting. I mean, I'm, I am I want to play consulting detective, but I like the idea of trying to out-puzzle everyone.
1: I, I don't like that idea. You keep going
2: until <laughs> one player believes he's got the solution, and then you check to see if the answer is correct. And
1: I suffer from s- crippling self-doubt, so I don't think oh, that would geez. go very well for me. What?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> um...
0: Well, a game that I am looking forward to, um, to preface, there's a lot of pages in that Essen list, and I didn't make it through all of them. So I found a good number of games that I was interested in and still had to narrow it down even without getting through the whole preview. So tons of games coming out, but one of the ones that I'm looking for that has nothing to do with deduction is called Sekube, I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it's S-U-K-K-U-B-E. Or is it Suck cube? It might be suck cube, <laughs> but that title makes me a little more uncomfortable, so I'm gonna go with sick cube.
2: It's like C-Cube. it's like Sean Connery in the uh, the old SNL skits. Oh, suck cube Trebek. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that is s words, Mister Connery. Anyway, this is a super light, like abstract little game um, that is circus themed. And what you're doing is you have a physical cube, which is the game box, so a six sided figure. Uh, and what you're doing is playing cards to rotate the box to physically like turn the box on the table. And if, by playing these cards, you're trying to end with your role. There are six different roles, like the lion tamer and the lion and, and all kinds of circus roles. And you're trying to end up with your picture face up on the cube when everybody runs out of cards. Um, so it seems pretty light. Uh, you score points if you're the one who has your, your role face up and then you kind of start again, but it's all about kind of programming those movements with the cards in your hand and anticipating what other players are going to do. Um, it, super light but quirky and and weird and I kind of like that that's drawing me in because I've never seen a game like this you know I've seen games that use the game box in the actual system but this one's pretty unique that you're manipulating the box and that you're just simply playing cards to try to rotate it um, in different ways so I thought it sounded pretty cool really light and I don't know that it'll you know have much staying power or if it'll even make it to the US but I it grabbed my attention. I liked it. This was in my top fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I
2: like abstract games about the circus.
0: There's a lot of them. You know, it's hard to choose sometimes. But this is a nice addition. I'll take Suck Cube for fifteen. Oh, <laughs> uh Tiff, we haven't heard from you in so long. Please help me balance out, Dan.
1: Mm, I will try my best. Suck Cube. He seems. He seems to be in rare form tonight, but um. I didn't do a whole lot of in-depth research on my Essen games, I'll just preface it with that. I went through the preview this last weekend, but I kind of just pulled out things that looked like weird and maybe a little different, and, I don't know, but also familiar at the same time, and uh, so I can't give a very in-depth description of any of these, but I'll try my best. Uh, termity? termite uh is a game about termites. It's hex tile placement with variable player powers. You are termites fighting for like control of different mounds and you're expanding and and conquering your opponents' mounds. So it kind of sounds a little bit like area control, but it's not listed as one of the mechanics. In any case, you're you're fighting your termites. That's weird. <laughs> It's <laughs> it's supposed to take thirty to forty five minutes, which I'm always looking for something that's that length of time. That's my perfect game time. Another ant game. It, it, no, no, no. It's termites. Eh, they're they're
0: related. I'm get. I know I'm gonna get a message about this. But <laughs>
1: Listen, please weigh in. Um, and ent- and to entomologist is that what Entomo- you are?
0: Entomologist, okay. yeah.
1: All right. This is not an ant game.
0: It's kind of like an ant game.
1: There there are mounds, like, and, and they appear to be 3D, which is kind of cool.
2: It'd be even cooler if you were, like, destroying a house. <laughs> cooperative yeah, game. A cooperative game where you to, like, destroy the house. So
1: you're, like, taking over the beam in someone's basement? Yep. Like, that's what you're yep. doing? Oh, okay. I'll use yeah. my four
0: action points to chew. i up in someone's crawl
2: hole.
1: <laughs> Jeez. What? <laughs> what? What is... Okay. Yep.
2: Crawl space. Sorry, <laughs> not <gonna> Crawl hole. <laughs>
1: crawl hole <laughs> i
0: fe- i don't know if it was intentional or not but it wasn't you know.
1: <laughs> in any case i like games about bugs and animals it's kind of a weakness that i, I have do
2: too i still think mermies is underrated
1: mermies i still haven't played that
2: it's fun it's that's it, good
1: it looked good to me
2: what was the
0: other one that came out around that time march of the ants
2: that's recent oh uh-huh. there's that movie a bug's life
0: Oh, yeah. And then there's ants with a Z. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
1: This is getting weird. Moving on.
2: Dan. Hey, guys. Uh, My number four is Orléans Invasion or Invasion. I really want to say it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that. This is the first large expansion for Orléans, a game that we've talked about on the show before. And I picked up last year after Essen. Um, this new expansion is pretty cool though. It's going to add three new modules and two of those modules are designed by my, my favorites Inca and Marcus brand, which I thought was really cool. So there's three modules. First one's called prosperity, and this one's going to, um, expand it to five players. And it's also going to give some new buildings, um, and a new person, the carpenter. Then there's the duel. This one is designed by the original designer, Reiner Stockhausen. And this is a two-player only scenario-based game, which has objectives that you're looking to complete to win, which is another neat little thing. But the one I'm most interested in, I don't know why because I don't really like co-ops all that much, but again, Inca and Marcus Brand are touching it, so it's got to be good. Um, this is a cooperative scenario for the game in which the players are fending off an invasion and fulfilling personal goals at the same time. So all of that wrapped into one sounds really cool. Not to mention there's also three new solo challenges. So a lot packed into this little um, expansion and it's supposed to be compatible with the deluxe version that TMG is coming out with. So both of these should arrive around the same time.
0: Uh, that was going to be my question. How's that work if uh, the, the base game isn't here yet?
2: Yeah, well, this is coming out at Essen and all the folks in Essen have had this game for a year plus now. So
0: so it's it's exciting for them. But everyone over here is like, but I don't know what the regular game's like.
2: I think enough people have played it that it will pique interests. Yeah,
0: no, that's cool. I didn't know that if uh, those two touched a game, that it became instantly good. I love those guys. Do you think that if they touched Harbor, it'd be good? Mm, nope.
2: No. Okay. Well, I just
0: wanted to make sure.
2: I don't know.
1: What if Bowser got his hands on? Harbor? Like if you just you handed could- them a
0: copy, would it would it be good?
2: Mm, no.
0: Well, another game that I am looking forward to is is called Sigil. And this is from, it. they're called Capsicum Games. I've never heard of them. And I don't know if they're kind of smaller or a branch of something bigger. But um, they've got a game called Sigil coming out. And what interests me about this is that it's a hand management game that kind of the board kind of looks like mahjong almost it's got this like layered pattern that you lay the board out with and underneath the cards there are these seven spirits on your turn you are gonna be drawing cards off the stack in your hand and at certain times those spirits that are underneath are going to be released essentially And if you play a proper combination of cards from your hand, you can capture those spirits. And those are basically victory points at the end of the game. Whoever has the most spirits wins. Um, So it sounded pretty cool where you're, you're just, you only do like a small number of things. You're just picking up these cards, but you're being very deliberate about the cards that you pick up because when you see those spirits start to surface and when they finally get free, if you've got the right combination, you can claim them. So... You know, I don't know much more than that, but it looks pretty cool. It's supposed to play pretty quick. Um, And I I dig kind of short little card games. So this one, especially with like the mystic mythology kind of theme, it appealed to me. And I'm I'm sure it'll be probably a pretty low price point. Hopefully it manages to make it over here. I can find it from overseas. Uh, But that is Sigil. So Tiff, what else is on your plate?
1: Um... Sapiens is coming out from Yellow, and it's a tile placement game that's supposed to be about 45 minutes long. Uh, maybe a little trend going on there, but this one just sounds interesting because it's about cavemen, and that's another theme that I really like for some reason. So, uh, you're, it's tile placement, but you're laying tiles in your own personal board, which is a little different. And you're you're. It's supposed to represent you like leaving the caves and going out into the valley and collecting stuff, and you're putting stuff together to get food and shelter. And only the lowest of those two different things that you're scoring counts. So okay, there's special powers, and I don't know. It just sounds interesting, and it looks awesome. It's from Yellow, so the art is fantastic what they've got out so far and i love tile placement and i i don't know too many people that don't like tile placement so
0: i i mean it's an easy thing it's almost like playing a card game with like hand management but you get the spatial reasoning stuff which is always fun i don't know it's satisfying to put things together it's like doing a puzzle
1: yeah yeah so i'm excited about this one and i'll probably buy it instantaneously as soon as it reaches our showers. damn what else you got?
2: My turn. Cool. Your turn. Uh, Next one up is a little bit lighter for me. This is from Haba. It's called Karuba. And this is from designer Rudiger Dorn, who just recently won for Istanbul. This game is about journeying through the jungle as a bunch of treasure hunters. And you're looking for hidden treasure because that's what treasure hunters do. And you're leading this expedition through this jungle. Um, and the, the cool thing about it, there's not a lot out that I've read about, but it, as it looks, it's I've described Sansuchi before, and anyone who's played it, you got that little garden board and you're forming these paths. Um, the cool thing about Karuba, I think, is that each player is going to get the same tiles to work with to create their path, however you're all going to be creating different paths based on just ways you want to go, et cetera, like that. So you're all kind of, I love the idea of starting with the same kind of resource and or, um, action and then kind of seeing how everyone branches off in their own mindset kind of thing. So, um, it sounds pretty cool. I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know a lot about it. It looks really pretty and it's Haba, So, you know, it's going to be well thought out and it's got a good designer behind it.
0: do you think it's gonna span the age gap well?
2: um I don't know to be honest with you, but I mean, I love Haba games so
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just always the question these days, you know, because we kind of we look into kids games that adults will love, and it's always you know, are you gonna like it? legitimately or are you going to like it because it's kind of goofy for an adult to be playing it kind of thing that's always the question
2: i, I mean it's got like a racing factor to it too so again like you can kind of it seems like you can take those pieces and build longer paths through this little jungle board that you have but you may not get the best treasure depending on how like because it's a little bit of a race in that way so yeah it seems like there's a little bit of give and take um to your decisioning which sounds cool and I don't know if it's, I mean, again, they have another one coming out. It's called Adventure Land, and this is from Kramer and Kiesling. And this one seems to be, I don't want to say Meteor, but it's an adventure game from Kramer and Kiesling produced by Haba. So maybe Haba's going the way of Blue Orange in that they're kind of taking a small step into, you know, that next step game. I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but... It interests me, so yeah. I'm putting it there.
0: Cool. Well, I'm going to jump in. My next game is another shorter game. I get most of these games that grabbed me. Um, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of good, lengthier games coming out, lots of Euro style games, but some of these smaller ones that are pretty unique are grabbing me. And one that caught my eye was called Seven Ronin. This is a two player game that is, you know, thematically, it's set in, you know, like Shogun era Japan. It's about ninjas assaulting a city and seven ronins defending the village and things like that Um, but basically mechanically it's they call it like area control and it's also got some simultaneous action selection so what you're doing is one person plays the ronin who are defending the town and their goal is to last eight rounds and the ninjas the person controlling the ninjas are trying to destroy the city, and you each will pick your deployment around the city. The board has different avenues to assault from, and you have a replica of of that board kind of in front of you hidden, and you'll deploy your units on there, and then you'll deploy them on the main map, and you'll resolve, and the Ronins have different special abilities, they can access different parts of the town, um, and basically you're just trying to maneuver and fight off these hordes of enemies. Uh, It seems pretty interesting. I like that it looks like a quick two-player game because that really draws me in. And thematically, I really like it. Uh, It seems unique, seems well done, and I know this is one that they're currently in talks with um, U.S. publishers trying to get it over here. It's right now, um, I believe, a Polish game. But uh, hopefully I can get my hands on it because this one seems like something almost like um, I played Sun Tzu and I played some of these other games. Um, It's almost like a little miniature version of uh, maybe like Battle for Five Armies or something like that, where it's assaulting the center area kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but it looks. I'm
2: going to let you in a little secret. You know, I own this game, right?
0: Where'd you get it? When'd you get it?
2: (laughs) I bought it in Seattle. When? I bought it in Seattle this year. It came out last year at Essen, this game.
0: I know it was older, but they're and they're reprinting it. Like this is a reprint year for it. Mm-hmm. Um that's what they're featuring. You own this game? Can I have it? You can play it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you have you played it, Dan?
2: I've not played this one, no. Actually it was in my bag last weekend.
0: Can I have it? <laughs> 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 um Well, that's That's cool. (laughs) So I'll report back next week about whether or not this game is cool and should stay on my list. I I wish I would have known that. I mean, I'm not. It'd still be on my list, but that's cool to know that it's actually.
2: Everything you said about the game is correct. Having read the rule book twice, I know that.
0: (laughs) Well, we should play this. Sure. Because I think it looks neato. And apparently you did too because you spent dollars on it. I did. Anywho. Well, now that Dan let me talk for five minutes only to make me look like a fool, (laughs) Tiffany B, save me.
1: Okay. So my next one is Antarctica. Uh, It's from Charles Chevalier. I don't know. How do you say? Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, But it caught my eye because it's about the future. And (laughs) um, so anyway, you're, you're trying to build scientific buildings in Antarctica and there are ships and the sun determines your turn order. And apparently the sun unthaws ships that can go out and do things as it moves across. So I just kind of like the idea of that. It sounds like kind of a race game because when someone has, uh, once it ends when all the buildings have been built or when someone has placed their last scientist. So it kind of sounds like, um, alien frontiers a little bit to me in that way, like you're all trying to get all this stuff out there, and there are points for different kinds of majorities at the end game. It actually said for all kinds of majorities, so <laughs> it sounds like maybe a little point salady. i I don't know. I like area control, and I like the theme of it, and it sounds neat. Also plays in 45 to 90 minutes. so <laughs> this is saying. on
0: my short list. Yeah, it looks cool. I don't own it or anything, though. I would have told you if I did. But, <laughs> I'm uh, so glad. I spaced out. What you I like about. the way. <laughs> Antarctica. Thanks, Dan.
1: I knew it. I knew that every time I talk, you just think about other things. No, I yeah, just. I-
0: it looks very it, cool, though.
1: It also has 3D buildings. I'm on like a 3D. Pieces kick. I like
0: the sun thing because that's what my favorite part of Expedition Northwest Passage is like that rotating sun that affects movement and things like that. I think it's such a cool thing. So yeah. I, that's what drew me to it. I was like, ooh, the ice freezes.
2: It's like yeah. real life.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why we play board games to simulate real life. Yeah, no,
2: it had that cool mechanic like Northwest Passage, like where it's got that kind of extraneous thing. you guys talking? <laughs> I wasn't listening at all. <laughs>
1: Dan, I love it when you say something that one of us just said like it was your brand new idea. It's the best.
0: Are you? Am I getting punked?
2: Are you Ashton Kutcher? No, but I do own Seven Ronin. I, do, <laughs> I honestly spaced out.
0: Well, Dan, I'm sorry that we didn't focus on you for too long, so please tell us your next game. Tiff, thank you for attempting to participate.
2: Tiff, Antarctica looks cool. I, I do on short list, too.
1: Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The co-designer of Abyss. I figured it was on Matt's list.
1: It's on all three of our lists. That means everyone should buy it.
2: Yep, go get it.
1: <laughs> go to Germany right now and get it.
0: Buy a plane yeah. ticket to buy a game. All right, Dan, give us your and next I'd one. Pick a yeah.
2: Um, My next one is Porta Nigra, or loosely translated, The Black Gate. Uh, this is a Kramer and Kiesling game about, I don't know, you're a Roman architect and you're working on the gates of Porta Nigra. You're going to command these master builders who will kind of move around this circular game board and that enables you to buy and build different things where that master builder is located based on the actions that you have within a personal draw deck of your own. It sounds really cool and the buildings are actually physically erected. Um, at the different locations using these 3d pieces so it's got that cool kind of multi-level effect on the table and yeah it's Kramer and keesling i don't have to say any more i'm done nice
0: <laughs> uh so speaking uh briefly about abyss now we know the expansion's coming out and that's obviously on everyone's list it's number one it's the only game you really need to buy uh but bruno cathala also has a game coming out at SN that kind of already came out because it's one of his older designs, but this is Haru Ichiban. Uh, and this is a game about using the wind to lay bloss- flower blossoms on lily pads. It's very soft and fluffy. Mystical.
1: It's about as exciting as it sounds. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's actually like a spatial reasoning. Like, I guess it's kind of tiling. um, What you're doing is there's a little bit of like a simultaneous bid kind of reveal uh, because whoever bids lower takes a certain role and whoever bids higher gets a certain role and then you lay your lily pads out or uh, lay your blossoms out on these lily pads and you're trying to make different patterns. So two by two squares, horizontal and vertical rows um, or diagonal rows and you get different points for those. And it looks, it's super light. It kind of fits the theme of my other games that I'm talking about here. Uh, but it looks really cool. It's really clean looking. Got a nice box design. It's Cathala. So I'm sure it's, it'll be interesting and engaging even on the lighter side. Uh, I just, it drew my attention. So Haru Ichiban.
1: I played that at, yeah. at Origins with Z Garcia. It? No big
0: deal. Oh, oh, how was it?
1: <laughs> um, It was weird and thinky. Yeah uh they the thing that they released last year was this big fancy wooden like i don't know i wish i had that version i don't i wonder what the game like what cardboard looks like for that but it was interesting i think you'll like it you're into that whole two-player abstract deal and it is very abstract if you want to try it, yeah i have
2: oh, a feeling i you to like it. No, I was saying, if you want to try it there's an app for
0: it oh really Yep. Oh, good to know. I'll have to check that out and see before I go on any major European hunt. Um I mean this'll probably make it over, maybe. I don't know. It seems like something that would get ported over, but uh that's good to know that it already exists. All my games that I like <laughs> are already out there in the world for me to grab. So uh Tiff, give us your next game before we all do our our final one.
1: Oh, okay. Um, my next game is the Bloody Inn. It is a horror economic game. And this one looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of this game. So in the game, you're compet, you're, com- you're a competing innkeeper who like robs from your guests and, or you, you also murder them and you're trying to keep the cops off your trail, but still like, you know, murder and rob your, people so it sounds awesome (laughs) i just love the idea of like an economic game that has this horror theme and also a horror themed game that's not zombies like there needs to be more stuff like this out there so
2: is this is this this is the one where like you're trying to collect bodies and hide them efficiently or something like that is that the one
1: yeah you have you have bodies piled Everywhere is what the description says. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, you have to hide them and get accompli- uh, accomplices and hire people to help you hide. But, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it looks great and the art is really interesting. It's pretty stylized and it's a style that I really like. So,. I'm looking forward to this. This is one of those ones that I'll just instantly buy based on theme and art and whatnot.
0: Sounds cool. Definitely unique. So Dan, let's uh let's jump into our last game.
2: My last game is My Village, it's a spiritual sequel to one of my favorite games, Village. That's all I need to say. Good night.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this spiritual
2: you,
1: sequel
0: nonsense.
1: You say that a lot. It's a dice.
0: It's the sequel. dice version.
1: It's yeah, not it's a dice di- version. It might as well be. Yes. V- Village, the no, dice that's game. That's the thing.
2: They're trying to make a specific point in saying that it is not a watered down version of Village. It is a completely new game.
0: Just because it's a dice game doesn't mean it's watered down, damn. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, the, in the description, my Village uses dice and has the same weight as Village from the same, same designers. Weight. That's
2: what I'm saying. But it's not like it's not like Nations, the dice, dice game. Still a dice game. You know what I mean? It's not taking Nations.
0: Well, nothing should be Nations, the dice game.
1: All right. Do not get me started on how wrong you are about all. <laughs> Either of that. way,
2: it's a completely different game than Village, just set in the Village kind of world. So it's supposed to be like a medium weight dice game. So there it is. My number one is a dice game, but it's Village, and I love
0: Village. It sounds cool, but it's definitely Village, the
2: dice game.
1: It's definitely Village, the dice game, but it's on the top of my list too, Dan. So
2: can't wait to prove you wrong. Un. why
1: do you want
0: it tiff you like dice games
1: okay so i read some of the comments on this and the top comment is you buy card buildings and powers with dice which gives you more cards and dice until you eventually grow strong enough to buy victory points i don't know
0: oh so it's dominion the dice game
1: (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound like village so it, it does sound like a completely different game but it's It's dice and I like dice. Someone compared it to Airships, which is kind of a cool dice game that I used to own. Um, so if it's like that, but a little bit more. It's like Discoveries is
2: not Lewis and Clark, but it's still got the same kind of aura about it. Why is it called My Village? I don't know. My Sharona. I don't know, same thing.
0: (laughs) Clearly a good rebuttal and explanation. (laughs) I don't know. My Sharona. My anyway. guess is is
1: that you're, like, building up something individually yeah. instead of working off of a central player board, but I have no idea.
2: Maybe you're bu- each building a village.
1: No, That's I... When you say
2: my village, I was like, is this, like, the kids' version?
1: <laughs> oh. I could see that. I could see that.
2: Anyway.
0: anyway, my last game is a game that just looks cool because it uses dominoes. And that's Aya or a- Aya? Aya. Aya. Aya.
1: Aya. How, c- how come you picked all games that you don't know how to pronounce or already are out? What's up with that?
0: Uh, it's my two qualifications. <laughs> I like games that already exist and that I don't Spoiler,
1: know. Spoiler, I this- am
2: Domino's.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. I was like, wait a minute. Don't do this to me twice in the same five-game list. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> I have no idea how this game is played. Because I read the description and I looked at the pictures. All I know is that you line up dominoes, you put tokens on top of those dominoes, and you try not to knock it over. And at the end of the game, you get to knock it over.
1: that, and that sounds... sounds cool.
2: Sounds pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the unique like this and the and the suck cube and <laughs> just like fun weird things that you're doing with unique components. You know, it's not it's not your standard fare. What you so do with I, I grab games is your that look business, like that.
2: Matt, but don't bring it to the table.
0: Well, I got my suck cube and I got my dominoes.
2: You just need some <laughs> gin right. and juice. Anyway. <laughs> you got yourself a sundae. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but really, the three things that you need to buy are the Abyss expansion, the Tashkalar Kalar expansion, and the Roll for the Galaxy expansion. Those are the uh, three games you care about.
1: Roll for the Galaxy expansion.
0: Roll for the Galaxy Ambition is going to be great.
1: I'm excited about it.
0: So, anywho, any last minute titles that you want to say the well, title of? the last one? Because they're cool.
1: No, my you said oh, my last my village. one. My my gotcha. number one. my number one is my village. My for village. Sure. Your um,
2: village. Mikasa Tukasa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to pandemic legacy. So. I just bought that today. Did you?
0: Yeah. The guy at the shop, I was like, I do I want this? And he was like, you want it.
1: Uh, I don't know if I want it. So I'm so glad to hear that you bought it so um, I can hear about it. Ben,
0: Kel, Steve, and I have already set up Friday nights. We set, we put on the calendar. We're going to play Pandemic Legacy together.
1: Skype me in.
0: Until we lose. You can Skype in, yeah. <laughs> so that is Essen. Those are the games that we're looking forward to from Essen. There's a ton more, lots of cool stuff. Check out the SM preview for yourself. Go to nonsensicalgamers.com and check out our SN lists. We had, you know, bigger lists from all the different league members. Uh, lots of cool stuff and lots of good news that'll be coming out. And we will keep you posted on that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to quickly mention a couple of Kickstarter projects just to go check out. Uh, but we're not going to go too in-depth because the show is already running a little bit long. So the three things that we want to uh, let you know about are, first, Morocco from the Fleeples. Uh, you can check that game out. It is a classic feeling area control game. Really good. We have a preview on nonsensicalgamers.com. The second one is Folklore the Affliction, which is a half board game combat or or, half map combat game, half RPG. Uh, Another fun one Steve and I got to try out. We have a preview on nonsensicalgamers.com. And the last one is Covalence, which is... If you've ever played Mysterium and you thought this needs more chemistry, that is what Covalence is. It is Covalence or uh, it is Mysterium with compound building or molecule building. It's very strange, but a lot of fun. And we also have a preview on nonsensicalgamers.com. So check out those three Kickstarters that are out right now. They are all doing well. They all have nice price points and they're all quality games. So check those out. And uh, that'll be it from us for broadcast News, October 8th. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so by hitting us up on the BGG Guild number 2077. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram or Google Plus or all those kinds of places by searching for the League of Nonsensical Gamers. You can always shoot us an email at and nonsensicalgamers.com. If you care about us deeply, send us some feedback uh, in the form of an iTunes review or a Stitcher review. And if you want to talk to us personally, you can always find us on Twitter Dan, where do they find you?
2: At League Nonsense. That's our League account. Or you can find me on my personal one, which is at Scandalous underscore Nad.
0: And Tiff, if they want to find out what you've been doing for the last three weeks.
1: Oh, I don't know where you go for that. But you can find me on Twitter at Inept Gamer.
0: Very nice. And I am at Cinnamon Buns, spelled phonetically. Thank you all so much. And join us next week for a full show. Toodles. Bye. Bye we <whistles>